welcome to episode nine of, of the Rain City Jerks podcast. That's right, baby. We're here to jerky around. We're going to get jerky, like an all beef jerky, an all jerky store selling a variety of jerked meats. We're your one-stop shop for jerking. So wait, are we selling jerky or jerk Wouldn't that be meats? nice? Because it's different things, They're jerky diff- and like, you know, jerk chicken. Oh, you're That's right. That's a different thing. Okay. That's like the Jamaican no, chicken right. jerk. Chicken, I, w- I want to get sponsored by a jerk, uh, an online jerky purveyor. Okay. Um, what What are your like top three jerkies? I'm glad you asked. What do you like? I've I've gone down this rabbit hole. Uh, rabbit is not one of them, but ah. I've gone down this before. I've ordered exotic uh, jerkies. Okay. Uh, kangaroo. Kangaroo. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, alligator. Not okay. bad. Okay. Uh, my top three. I mean, honestly, beef jerky is king of jerkies for, to for a reason. Yeah. Uh, so beef is definitely number one. Turkey jerky. Probably number two. That's a decent. It's just fun to say. Yeah, it's, that's Turkey probably jerky. number two. And uh, buffalo, maybe. Yeah, okay. I've had, okay. I've had buffalo jerky before. Yeah. It's, it's you know similar to beef. Very similar. Was to it beef. was it buffalo jerky or bison jerky? American buffalo. American buffalo. So I don't. Like, so that would be a bison. I guess that'd be a bison. I don't yeah. know where. Like, why do we call it a bison versus a, why? Why do we call them both? Like, what's the difference? Is it not a buffalo? I mean, there's a difference, like you said, between an American buffalo and like a water buffalo. Yeah. So I think you know, but they're still buffalo, right? Like, but I don't think a water buffalo is a bison. But then, then, then like, and also, like, what are the Italians using for their? Buffalo milk mozzarella, like who, like what kind of? I think that's water buffalo. Really? Yeah, I think the I think the American buffalo is strictly like a New World undulate. You know, you see the you see the water buffalo all over Africa sure. and, and Asia and presumably Europe, where and they get that sweet uh, buffalo no, mozzarella. Yeah. It is weird that they they would have water buffalo in Europe, right? Like that's kind of like a weird. You don't think about that. Well, they have water in Europe, so I mean, we got water here, but that's true. Our buffalo aren't water buffalo; they're plain buffalo. Yeah, well, they used to be. They used to be. Now they Ted Turner owns the largest herd of buffalo in America. He owns a lot of things. What doesn't Ted Turner have? He doesn't have a chip in my head yet. Hmm? He wants one though. I mean, if he would like beam reruns of Seinfeld in syndication directly into my brain, I think I'd be okay with that. I'd also take old episodes of Martin. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's easily obtainable. I feel like that's on, uh, that's actually on BET plus. Mm. You can get that app. It's pretty cheap. You can watch the Miss Pat show. Also hilarious. But yeah, Martin's on BET plus. <clears throat> that's, that's, I'd say that's where he belongs. Uh, I'd like to double back around to kangaroo jerky. What's that like? Okay. Uh, Tough. Tough? Yeah. I don't know. Is there a way that you could specify getting pouch meat? I doubt it. You doubt it? I mean, maybe if you go to the jerkery yourself. Right. And you're like, I want that sweet, sweet pouch meat. That's like a delicacy. Yeah. I only want to eat marsupial pouch jerky. I feel like you wouldn't, though, because it would be mostly like... It wouldn't be meat. You know what I mean? You get a lot of cartilage. You get a lot of sinewy stuff. Like, it wouldn't jerk properly. Get a lot of chew in that jerky. Get a lot of chew in that jerky. Before we get too much further, uh, let's let's do the business part of this. Where can they find us on social media and stuff? How can they get... How can our fans get in touch? I've been 
sending you uh, screenshots all day. I've been checking the analytics. I don't know what happened yesterday. 47 listens in one day. Thank you. If you're listening to this. The one person who listened 47 times. I don't know what's going Thank on. You. I don't know what's going on. Those numbers seem outreal, unreal to me, but uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, big shout out. And send us a message on social medias and we'll say your name on this or something. Or, you know, you can send me money at Jack Slattery three on Venmo uh, underscores underneath all those. Send me a dollar. Tell me. Uh, send him one dollar. Tell me I'm a good boy. You can be a sponsor. Yeah. And I'll uh, say your name on air. I'll be like, this is a sponsor. Uh, uh, Amber. McGill- Alert. <laughs> McGillicuddy. Yeah. Oh, shit. We got Amber McGillicuddy. She said $2. Of the Boston McGillicuddies. Of the Boston. Yeah, the good ones. Yeah. No, I don't want those. Baltimore McGillicuddies. Get <laughs> out of here. That's a lower class of McGillicuddy. Uh, where can you find us? You can find us on Spotify, of course. Um, Anchor. We're on you know, Apple we're, we're, Podcasts we're, now. We're standing strong with the other brave podcast hosts who will not be silent. You can take off Neil Young. You can take off Joni Mitchell. You, you we're not ta- going anywhere. Yeah, even if NoFX threatens to leave. <laughs> we're standing strong. Uh, we're actually blowing up on Apple Podcasts, so shout out to anybody listening on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Uh, Are we on Stitcher? Did you say that? We're on Stitcher. I don't know what Stitcher is, but we're there. We're there. It's the one I use the most, honestly. I use Spotify and I use Stitcher for yeah. my podcasts. I'm a, I'm a Google Podcast guy, I'm and not, we're there. We're there, too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to whatever platform you're listening whatever on. Whatever corporate master you swear fealty to, we're there for you. We're trying to be. And if there's one that we're not on and you want us there... Let, let us, us know. know. We'll try it. I'll yeah. do it. I'll set up that RSS feed. I'll figure it out. What, what does that stand for, RSS? I have no idea. Rim Suck Suck. Uh, relay Syndication Show? I don't know. Yeah, it's probably less likely than mine, but okay. I'm glad you're trying to contribute. Mm. Rim Suck Suck. I don't know. I don't know that's how RSS. you get ahead in the podcasting biz. First, you got to rim, then you got to suck. And then you got to suck again. Well, you suck a different thing. A different, th- okay. a different thing, yeah. Hmm. I know. There's a lot of things to suck in life. You can find us on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Rain City Jerks. You can find us on Facebook, also Rain City Jerks. Um, you can find me and Jack, our personal. Do we have an, e- do we have an email? I mean, we can make an email. We should make an email. RainCityJerks at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us your spam email. Go ahead, sign us up for as many uh, terrible newsletters as possible. Preferably conspiratorial. Yes. Send send me chain letters. I'll reply. I want to know that if I send that email out to 50 people, uh, that I won't be kidnapped. Yeah. Uh, And is that how chain mails work? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. And you can find me at uh, Sick Wizard or Jack Slattery Comedy on Instagram. Oh, man. My new Facebook and Instagram profile picture. Pro- probably the best thirst trap okay. that's ever been created. Uh, you, pic- you definitely, If you're listening to this, you want to check out Jay and his ultimate thirst trap. Uh, it's a picture of me holding a very cute puppy. Oh, and kind of giving yeah. the the over the top of the glasses look. Yeah, it's like big Dilf energy. Yeah, you got some uh, 
You got some ladies on the internet all swooning about that picture. They're swooning, and I don't want any part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you're a happily girlfriend I am, person. I am. I'm taken. I am. I am. I'm He's like one step away from getting a ring put on him. I'm more or less wifed up at this yeah. point, and that's the uh, way you like it, la- ladies. I know how irresistible I am, but, but you know, telling them that they can't have you is just making you all the more tantalizing, Jay. Uh, I, I do a little bit of tantalization, a little bit of titillation every now and again. We do, uh, but. Just, just, just pour that over onto Jack. Back off, back off, back off, ladies. He's taken. You should wear that as a T-shirt. So it just says "back off" in like seven different fonts. You know, like like back- a kidnapping letter. Well, you ever see those shirts? They're like, oh yeah, my back- my like, husband. My husband is a- is an Aries. He's a little bit weird. Yeah, uh, he loves his truck. The last person to look at me is buried in our yeah, backyard. It, it, but those are written in like 12 different fonts. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. You should get one that says like, you know, he loves me so much. It's created a paradox in time and space. Right. He it, loves every version of me that the multiverse has created all at once. <laughs> our love is one. Our love is pure. When he fucks me for three seconds, every third week, I come, I come. <laughs> I'm coming thinking about this now. That's a lot to put on a shirt. I don't know. I don't know. That's a little specific, but it, it's pretty I mean, pretty if, you're, spot if on. your girlfriend won't buy you a shirt like that, like how else are you supposed to not like you're you know, you're only human. People are throwing themselves at you. Yeah. And like, you know, you just need a warning. You just need to put that up. I'm thinking maybe getting a burqa or something. Okay. Just like an attractiveness containment device so that you know, all of the... Just what, what about a ski mask? A balaclava. Yeah. Yeah, that could that's be good. A ski, that's a burqa for our people. I, I think what I could do there is, like, get a ski mask, but then also start wearing, like, tactical gear. Get, like, a vest with cartridge holders in it. Mm. And in Seattle, like, that would be a huge turnoff. Oh, yeah. No, people would run the other way. And, and they should, honestly. Or shirts with, like, the Punisher logo on them. Right. The Punisher logo, but the American flag Punisher logo. Just the blue line one. You would repel everyone in Seattle with that. It's a thin blue line. I don't know what would happen if someone showed up with a Punisher skull thin blue line t-shirt and did Jai Tai. And they had, like, really solid, well-written jokes. Oh, they're hilarious. They're great. They're just, like, some ringer from New York. Yeah. Just here to troll people. Here to own the libs. It would own the libs. It would own the libs. It's like, damn, the science is too tight. <laughs> uh, I was out in Puyallup. Yeah, last right. night doing uh, doing some Tony road, Peters shows. Road work. Doing a little road work. Um, I had the best set of the night. I got paid. And here's how Jewish I am. The thing that I liked the most about that show was paying three dollars and fifty nine cents for a gallon of gas. That's a good deal out in Puyallup. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Not none of this four twenty stuff. No, I mean, great for weed, terrible for a gas price. Mm. Yeah, that's some premium, uh, not premium, but that's some uh, primetime cheapo gas. Primetime cheapo gas. But yeah, shout out were, to Puyallup for the cheap gas. Shout out to Puyallup with the cheap gas and the unironic Let's Go Brandon shirts. Puyallup is just, I mean, that might as well be their town motto at this point, right? It's just, let's go, Brandon. I mean, that might as well be, like, the town motto of any town that isn't a major city. Is that true? 
Do you feel? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that prevalent? Is that just like? I don't. I don't know. I, feel I mean, we, we we are two Americas, Jack. You know, it's like the liberal city folk and the and everybody else and the conservative country folk. Yeah. And like we have so much population density in the cities that you know you don't even have to leave, and you're just surrounded by people who you know kind of kind of think and look and feel like you do. And it's like, Lexel Brandon, oh, that's terrible. Can you believe that people would think something like that? And no, you can't believe it if you're just talking to, you know, someone who lives in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle and the furthest they'll go is like Ballard. But like, you know, if you go 30 miles in any direction, uh, you're outside the bubble. You're in middle America or the ocean. Right. Yeah. And orcas, they're not that into the let's go Brandon thing. No, they're they're libertarians. They they don't believe that the government on either direction will help us. They want Cascadia to to come through, hmm? run by orcas. Well, they would just be like they would be on that flag, or they'd get narrowly edged out by a pine tree. Ah, fucking pine trees. Mm. More flags should have killer whales on them. Honestly, I think like the Sea World flag is maybe the only one. But they can't have they can't have killer whales on their flag anymore because they're cruel. They abused too many killer whales into like depression. So they started crushing their trainers against the bottom of the tank. Yeah, I saw blackfish. I'm on the killer whale side every time. Oh, every time. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty clear message. Yeah, it's like, OK, here is an animal whose natural range is the entire world. Right. The whole ocean. <laughs> And you put it in a tank the size of this apartment. Yeah, which is not a big apartment, by the way. It's not a big apartment. And it's not. A, I could not house a killer whale here efficiently. Uh, I actually got Shamu to come and be a guest on our next show. Fuck. So It's going to be hard. <sighs> yes, I'll start filling it up now. Good, I mean, thing I'm in a, good thing I'm in a basement. I can hold a lot of water in here. I think we just get like a kiddie pool. Okay. A couple kiddie pools and just like hose them down. Yeah. yeah. A hoist maybe. I, I like a good hoist. Yeah, they don't crush themselves under their own weight. Uh, I think killer whales are cool. When I first moved to uh, Washington, I moved here with a partner. Okay. And she wanted, or I just like, we're driving out here, and I just like hypothetically was like, what would you do if we're in like a kayak and we see killer whales swim under us yeah she was like i'd jump in the ocean i was like are you fucking nuts like i can't even like there's no account of a killer whale attacking people in the wild apparently i don't know if that's true but apparently that's true uh i mean how would you know i guess because they would just be eaten yes right like but either way supposedly killer whales have never attacked a person in the wild yeah they got bigger fish to fry. I don't want there. to find out. I would not fucking like the idea of trying to swim with a killer whale is like it. It makes my toes curl just thinking about it. Like I didn't even like the idea of a killer whale swimming underneath me in a kayak. That's just like, yeah, I respect the shit out of them. I like them, but like, I don't want to be that close to them. They're like insane. They're dicks. And their brains are huge. Like yeah. they're definitely way smarter than us. Like, I, I look up video compilations of killer whales like tail whipping other animals into the air. Right. Exactly. They do it for fun. They do it for fun. And so like I would do it for fun too. Why wouldn't you just like tip over somebody in a kayak? Because I would do that for fun. I, I would do that just as like 
a homo sapien. Mm. Tipping kayaks, pushing people off of stand-up paddle boards. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, Upending catamarans if I could. Yeah, I would be a menace if I was a killer whale. Yeah, I would be a menace if I was any sort of, like, large sea mammal. Yeah, but, I mean, a a menace of a walrus doesn't do all... Like, no one, like... Have you seen a walrus? Yeah, well, no. I don't know if I have. Only stuffed. They got huge dicks. I believe it. Yeah. But, like, you'd be a menace to other walruses, not, like, the local populace of a town or something. Well, no, I, I would go to, like marine arctic research stations and just start fucking stuff up okay oh okay just like fuck up sensors uh fuck up sensors uh hump their instruments make uh, a lot of noise make a lot of noise uh throw up piss in the gas tank of their snow cats um that seems difficult for a walrus to do with with like the flipper situation and like getting the gas cap open and like the whole like that's nah, the walrus's one natural predator. Is the gas the cap. The gas cap. Yeah. Does anything eat a walrus? No, right? Well, killer whales probably. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think a killer whale can eat a walrus, but they're, they're huge, man. Yeah, they're, they're massive. Like, polar bears can't fuck with a walrus. There's this video That's true. Wal- of, no, like... walruses definitely get eaten by polar bears, but, like, you know, it's a fight, and, like... I, I don't think polar bears eat walruses. Jamie, look that up. <laughs> uh... I bet they do, okay. but I bet they eat walrus calves and the old ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying they're taking on a bull walrus cause like you got to fight like 10 other ones too. Yeah. And like, that seems like a lot. I don't think they're eating walruses. I don't think they're eating elephant seals either. Polar bears. Yeah. I bet they are. I saw a video of a polar bear fishing for a beluga whale and it caught the beluga whale by its head and just yeah. like, dragged it out on the ice. Well, a beluga whale can't fight back. That's true. Like they're they're pretty strong in the water, but once you get them on land, they got jack shit. That's true. Walruses got those tusks. Yeah, and they're big. they're fucking gigantic. Yeah. Uh, I like the video of the woman like sticking her arm or leg or whatever. There was like a polar bear sticking its head out of a zoo enclosure. And she was standing next to it. And it's like, oh, how cute. And he like bit her leg and just started shaking her around. I always, I always, exactly. I root for the animal. Every time. In I those sent, videos. I sent you that video of uh, a concept I was not familiar with, bull poker. Had you heard of this before? Bull poker. No, I've, I've seen a lot of videos like that, but that one was new for me. So it's, the go con- ahead. Yeah, the concept of bull poker based on this video I saw is that uh, a group of guys dressed up like cowboys play poker just like at a normal table, but they play poker inside like a rodeo ring. And then there's just a rampaging bull let loose in there. And you're just supposed to play poker while this bull just runs around and like smashes into people. And then like, well, that guy's out of the game and then you just keep playing. And then until you get down to like one guy, the bull is going to fuck up everybody. Yeah, yeah. I guess you got to play fast to be like. I don't know. I don't know what. I, I don't know the rules of bull poker. M- maybe getting like gored and smashed by a bull isn't as bad as we would think. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe they're just dummies who the pot is so big. Like maybe this is like a mafia game that like they make them play. Like they take the poker players, they get caught at casinos or like 
uh, people that owe them a lot of money or cheated in some way. And they're like, well, you got to play bull poker now against all these other world class cheat poker players. But the con, you know, like the caveat is there's a that your life will be ended immediately by this rampaging bull. Yeah. That guy got that guy who got hit. He did not get up very quickly. He was. Well, just, I mean, you're not even trying to like <laughs> get away from the bull. You're in the sweet spot of yeah, the you're bull's. Just, you're just sitting center mass. You're sitting playing poker, and this and you can see it coming too. And you're just like fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I don't think those were real cowboys. I don't know what I think they, they were. Just dressed up like cowboys. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole and we can report back next week about bull poker. I'll have some facts about bull poker. Cause I want to know more. Cause I think that, uh, that this kind of shit just happens in like rich people groups. Yeah. Like, like the deadliest game. Yeah. Like, you know, the deadliest game is real. Just like, I bet that, you know, there's people who are super wealthy and like don't actually have to work. They just like have money coming in, whatever. Like, all right, one guy wants to get really good at samurai swords, and then like you just do that because you can. And then like you want to kill someone at some point once you're sure. really good. Yeah. So like, there has to be like a samurai sword fight group of people that are just like probably really rich. Or maybe just really good at swords. Who knows? Maybe right. both. And like they get together and they bet on people sword fighting at dawn on a beach to on a private beach to death. Like that has to exist, right? Like just like you don't get really good at samurai swords and not wonder what it would be like to actually kill someone with it. And you like you meet someone who is like, yeah, I'm, I also want to kill somebody with this. Like, I mean, the Bushido code is that once you've unsheathed your blade, you can't put it back in until it's tasted the blood of your enemies. Right. So you're just walking around with that sword unsheathed. Right. I mean, you can just cut yourself. You can just cut yourself. I don't. I wonder how closely they follow it and this made up group of people that I've this created. Theoretical group of sword killers slash the people are gamblers. People are all into like all sorts of like weird shit and like you know, being really intense about stuff. And so like, I I think that most of the people with that kind of money get more into like weird sex stuff. But I mean, you do that too, but like imagine the sex you have after you chop a guy up with a samurai sword. I mean, that, that seems like if you're chopping people up with samurai swords, you're overcompensating. I don't know. I could see it. I could see like, you know, getting really good, just like just like MMA stuff, you know what I mean? Like there's probably like there's probably like a sub level to like Brazilian jiu-jitsu you can get into where you like you actually like fight people to the death for like a lot of money or something. Cuz like you know how to do this, like why wouldn't you like take it to the limit? People take everything way too far. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think that most people are content to just uh most people, yes, to like, you know, tap out or just be knocked out and not well you knock someone out and then you just end their life yeah no that's silly it happens and like it happens in some places actually uh, then you run out of your pool of people who are good at mma and want to come and fight and then you would just have like i don't know gladiator like a black belt in jujitsu fighting gary that's not a good fight. You don't you don't want to see just but, Gary getting but, slaughtered. But all over the world, there's more people. You know what I mean? Like you find them. You I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie Bloodsport? Is the exact concept? Yeah, it's a movie. 
is based on reality. <laughs> Dude, we got video games now. I think Bloodsport is actually based on reality. Uh, well, I mean, not exactly. That, that, that's why the gladiators had to, like, kill each other back in the day, because they didn't have Call of Duty. Oh, is that it? Yeah, you want people. People have to see other people getting killed. Yeah, you know that that's something we okay. blood for the blood guy. We need it. Interesting. But okay. then they invented like video games, and it's like, oh, we can just do this. It's simulated blood. It's not the same. Yeah, you know, we simulate everything now. There's there, there's not enough murder to go around anymore. Got to put murder other on the pod- internet. Other podcasts would disagree. There's so many podcasts about murder. Yeah, and that that's another thing. It's like we have to rehash all of the murders that were done because people have this crazy. People have this bloodlust. It's really just under the surface of our society that we live in. Uh, and yeah, people people fetishize that blood bloodlust. And murder and killing. You know, why do you think women women want to fuck serial killers? A lot of them do. Yeah. They send them but see, that's, uh, that's letters. Another, that's they marry another, them in prison. That's another extreme. They most, get conjugal visits. Most, most people don't, but some extremos do. Marrying a serial killer makes as much sense as getting really good at a sword to, like, kill someone on a beach and dawn. Okay, so... Uh, most people but aren't marrying the killers. Most people aren't. But then, like back in the day, prehistoric humans. That was a you. You wanted to marry and you wanted to breed with the guy who was like the best at killing. Probably, yeah, killing something. Maybe not people. Well, yeah, but they're still killing. Well, like they, if, imagine if they can kill like a woolly mammoth. Well, if we go, they're going to be really good at killing a guy. And they're like, oh, I want that seed. I want to pass on genes of this mammoth killer. Mm. And they did that for, you know, tens of thousands of generations. And now it's like, well, if you pull it back that far, then like just a fat paycheck is killing it. You know what I mean? Like there's so many, there's so many variations on killing it at this point, like killing for killing a mammoth is not the same, but you can equate it to different things. Well, and it's like, you know, it, it it's not people aren't selecting mates just based on that killer instinct now because they're like, oh, money. Exactly. It, it It's power. Right. But they still fetishize those traits that made us good at killing, you know, upper body strength, uh, being big and strong, um, a thick, hulking, furrowy brow. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm, before I skip over this, um, I want to come back to what you're saying. I have something for that, too. But uh, Eli Roth, director extraordinaire, he directed Hostel. Are OK. You, are you familiar? I'm familiar. He based that movie on a real thing that was happening in like the Philippines, I think, or sure. like Thailand, where like this guy was like he needed so much money for his family and he mm-hmm. just knew that he would be worth more dead. So he let someone torture him to death. Uh, but like, you know, the money up front and then like, okay, now you can torture me to death. And like that helped his family more than him just being alive. So he did it. And then Eli Roth heard that story, took that story and created hostile with it. Yeah. So people do crazy fucking shit, especially for money. So like if I, I just know that out there in the world somewhere, some Saudi prince is like watching two men fight to death on a beach 
uh, or in a forest, maybe uh, somewhere tranquil and nice, mm-hmm. uh, fighting to death with a sword. Like there's, it has to exist. I I will not. I will not accept that it doesn't exist. If you are a Saudi prince listening to this show right now, please call in and let us know the straight dope about your secret, your secret world. I just like, I'm not judging if anything, like I'll think you're cooler. Like I don't, I don't care about your Lamborghinis. I don't care about what your private jets or your cool shoes or whatever. Tell me about the shit you don't publicize. I want to know the secret world of like, destitution and that you know what i mean like i guess it's not really destitution but like i want to know like moral destitution like i want to know like what are you betting on where do you, where do you get your joy like what extremes do you go to to like smile <laughs> okay anyway uh it, the the fight club has to exist <clears throat> but you were saying uh what were you saying? I had it. I don't even remember anymore. Fuck. Fuck. God damn it. Had that coronavirus, man. It's yeah. wiped my memory. That's right. You did have corona. I'm back from the brink, baby. You had the Omicron, right? I'm a survivor. You're going to get the t-shirt? Uh, yeah. I got uh, the Omicron variant, and all I got was this two plus years of lockdown. <laughs> That's a good, you should wear that like with your other shirt you're going to get. What's my other shirt? The girlfriend one. Oh, yeah, the girlfriend one. Uh, Your two comedy shirts. And my I have a gun and I'm schizophrenic shirt. That is a great shirt. That's a great shirt. Uh, Especially if you are (laughs) schizophrenic and have a gun. Yeah, you should let everyone know. Let everyone know, right? And they can share in the fun. But but I'm wearing a mask. Wearing a mask. So you're safe. Mm. Um, So how was it? How would you rank it? Uh, In terms of like sicknesses that I've had. Three out of ten. Okay, really? Yeah, yeah. Not that bad. Not that bad. I was uh, tired for a couple days. I had a fever for a couple days. You get the sweats? Not even that. I was like at maybe, I capped out at 100.4. Okay. So a low-grade fever. Are you taking these, which way are you taking these temperatures? Uh, Rectally and then orally. Nice. Well, that's the only safe way to do it. Ask the mouth. That's the only, yeah. Well, and, and like... I lost my sense of taste and smell, so it, it didn't didn't Man. negative negatively impact me. Right. Yeah, I was in the sweet spot for eating ass. I mean, every spot is a sweet spot for eating ass, according yeah, to Jack I mean, Slattery. I, I would. I don't want my sense of taste and smell to go away for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. The, the the worst part was just upending my life over this cold. Right. Missing work, having my household freak out about it. Uh, yeah, you were in lockdown. Listen, I was in, I was, I was in quarantine, baby. Did, how did that affect you? How did that affect me? Um, how, how many days did you go without leaving your apartment? Three or four, I think. Okay. That's yeah. not terrible. I mean, it was more than I didn't leave my apartment any other time. Of the so-called quarantine. Right. And I was running out of food. Okay. All I had was a freezer full of steaks. I was really suffering. I mean, a freezer full of steaks is not that bad. No, it's pretty good. uh, Did you order food? Did you have it delivered? We did order a pizza. Okay. But fortunately, I'd gotten groceries like the day before. 
Okay. Yeah. And uh, did you watch anything good, or were you just sleeping the whole time? Uh, we watched like two full seasons of the TV show Ink Masters. Oh, okay. are you familiar? Uh, yes. Is that the one with the rock star guy on it? Oh yeah, Dave Navarro. Dave he's Navarro. on it, and yeah, it's basically just like I like. He's like such a pop culture like person. Like I'm aware that he exists, but I, I don't know what band he's from. I think like, he was in. Red Hot Chili Peppers, maybe? No, he was no. Well, no, he definitely wasn't in that. It was like it's like Is it Jane's Addiction? Maybe. No, it wasn't that. I think he might be in Jane's Addiction. But he wasn't like the front man. He wasn't like the front no. man. That's Perry Farrell. Yeah, yeah. I think he was in Jane's Addiction and then he he was he was in another band. Yeah. Like He's odd. got a lot of tattoos though. Yeah. And he's Okay, so tell me about this show. Okay, so it's basically like a cookie cutter late 2000s early 2010s uh reality show mm-hmm. where they get tattoo artists they make them all live in a house real world style and then they have to do like tattoo challenges oh really and they kick someone off every week so it's like there's like a black and gray day an american traditional day new school day and they have to demonstrate these different styles and kind of skills of tattooing and then they hype up the kind of interpersonal drama between people. Okay. To make for, you know, more what compelling year did this TV. Come out? This is like early 2000s, right? I think it started in like the late 2000s and it, it's, been, it's still going. Oh, it's still going. It's still going. Uh, same format. Same format. Actually, they, they canceled and are coming back. One of the lead judges who has been on like all 13 seasons. It recently came out that he did blackface. Oh, no. So now he's, he's off the show. What an idiot. I mean, what an idiot for not taking those pictures off his MySpace. Because that's where they found it. They found his old MySpace and it's like, oh, he's dressing like a black guy. Who who would even like, hey man, people just digging up shit. Found his MySpace. The most damning thing is he had, you know, the black face and the afro and he had like a superhero outfit on. And on his chest, it was like a Superman shield, but with the letter N on it. So Wait, for real? For real. Oh, no. N for nail in the coffin. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, but like a lot, a lot of like racist shit bags get a lot of tattoos. Don't I know it? So I look terrible with a shaved head. I've, I have a totally different vibe. If I, 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 have a I bet head. you've had so many racist guys come up to you and think it was like okay to say something shitty to you. I mean, I worked on tugboats, so yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with a shaved head. It's like too aggressive. It's too much. So yeah, no, a lot of, yeah, a lot of racist people get tattoos. I mean, a lot of people get tattoos, but that's true. Uh, I think if all of the racist people that get tattoos and all of the anti-racist people who get tattoos had a fight, that the racist people who get tattoos would probably win. Maybe. He's he's thinking about that one. I know what you're saying and you might be right. Just because just because they're 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 a rougher group of people. Right. No. A lot of those might be like prison swastikas. That, OK, that's fair. There, 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 there was an episode uh, where they had to do cover ups of racist tattoos. Oh, really? So it was all people that got, you know, like swastikas when they were 16. Yeah. 
And they're like, oh, I was 16. I don't know what to do. That's nice that they would do that for them, though. Yeah. And how are the tattoos? Are they good? Are they cool? Uh, some are cool. Some are not so cool. There's certainly some people that seem a little over their head in the competition. And then... There's people that are just like, yeah, I'm a versatile tattooer. I know how to do every skill of tattooing. And do they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're good. And that's cool. Um, and now I want to get a bunch more tattoos. Because of this show. Because of this show. Just seeing people get dope tattoos. I'm like, why don't I just totally cover myself in dope tattoos? For sure. What are you thinking? I also, uh, I love the idea of like the contestant on this show or like the... Uh, not the contestant, but the the person getting the tattoo, the human canvas, the human canvas, get, like just the type of person who, like, yeah. So I guess good luck. Like, please do a good job. <laughs> well, no, and like, and like after every tattoo competition, they do uh, a human canvas jury. So okay. all of the human canvases sit down and they pick who had the worst tattoo. And then that person has to go up to, like, the deposition hearing and be like, yo, everyone hates my tattoo. Yikes. So, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a big yikes. And there's a... They made, like, a whole second, like, spinoff show of people who got shitty tattoos on Ink Master. Getting a cover-up. Getting covered up, getting repaired. So, it, it's... It, it's, those mistakes. it's a larger economy than most African countries, this Ink Master empire. Hmm. Have you ever seen the Snooky tattoo show? I haven't. Uh, I think it's, I don't know, it's some dumb name, like Tattoo Too Far or something. Okay. I think that might actually be the name, but Snooky is or was the host of it, and the idea is like you and I... Uh, have been best friends for like 15 years. Yeah. Uh, but we got some dirt on each other. Sure. And so we go in and I tell them what to tattoo on you. Oh. And you tell them what to tattoo on me. And, you know, we could be dating. It could be any sort of like possibly tense pers interpersonal relationship exes. Yeah. And so some people come out with like, man, they come out with like one girl got like stink lines around her pussy and like, uh, I don't know. There's some wild ones. I don't really remember off the top of my head what they really are, but like. I would just end up with the words inverted penis tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen anything like forehead related, but like some of them are big and yeah. some of them get like. Some people would just like tap out. They're like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to get this tattooed anymore. Like, this hurts too much. This is too yeah. much. And they're just like. Okay. Okay. Now you've just got an unfinished tattoo that says, uh, yeah. Windy ass. There was one with like a, I don't know, like a baby with a shitty diaper. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. Just like some of these tattoos are just fun, like very personal and very like disturbing and weird. Uh, Jack has got quite a few tattoos. I've got a few. For the listeners. What is, what is the most uh, painful spot that you've had tattooed? Ribs were not too good. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, a lot a lot of people on this show are really bold about asking for rib pieces and then yeah. it doesn't go great. Ribs were kind of brutal. Underneath my belly button was really ouchy. Huh. I wouldn't think that. Yeah, that was that was a, a really bad one. Uh other than that, not none of them were too bad. Just ribs and underneath like a lower abdomen. How long was your rib tattoo? Uh the Wolverine tattoo. Oh, right, you got that, that Wolverine got, tattoo. Uh this big rib piece of that. Um, 
that took a long time. I would, I could was only, that like a multiple session tattoo? Multi, mini multiple. Uh, yeah. I could only sit for like an hour and a half or so for that one and just like. Before you had to tap out. Just like, yeah, it was yeah. <clears throat> brutal. Wolverine could get it done. No problem. But it would go away really quickly. Is that how it works? Yeah. Huh. Bummer. No scars, you know? No scars. <laughs> Have you ever, like, you know, taken your shirt off and had somebody react negatively to that Wolverine tattoo? No. Maybe they're, like, a big DC fanboy. Oh, I think they would understand. They're, they're like, Wolverine, fuck Wolverine. It's all about Aquaman. Aquaman. Uh, no, it never happened. Uh, Jeez, imagine being an Aquaman stan. Mm. That's a that's a well, sad the, that's the, a sad life. The new Aquaman's pretty cool, I guess. The Jason Momoa yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. Not the not the green tidy whiteies Aquaman. No, not the white guy. No, oh, not the white guy. The so what are you thinking about guy. getting? Um, I've got a couple different uh, pieces of pie tattooed on my arm. Okay. Just thinking maybe another piece of pie. What's up with the pie tattoos? I just love pie, dog. I love pies. Uh, At my first wedding, we had uh, people bring pie instead of having a cake. Yeah. So we had like 20-something pies. What kind of pies? I mean... What'd you get? It, it, I guess 20 different kinds. Yeah. It was a vast array of pie. You know, some repeats for sure. Sure, sure. But uh, a lot of, you know, strawberry rhubarb. That's my favorite, personally. You like that. Uh, I forget what her favorite is. And... You know, there's a mix. There's a large mix of different pies. Key lime pie was there. Uh, That's one of my pie tattoos is key lime. Okay. Yeah. You like that one? It's my it's my it's my favorite and my least favorite pie. It can be at bad. the same time. It can be terrible. Yeah, the the floor for key lime pie is very low. Yeah. And the bar is very, very high. high. Yeah, yeah, no, there that's it's a great it's a great pie. Yeah. It is when done right, it's a great pie. Yeah. Do you like it to be green? Does it need to be green? If it's green, then it's probably not a very good key lime pie. That's, that's why you, you, yeah. you want them like a pale yellow green. Yeah. Yeah. The worst slice of key lime pie I ever had was in a diner in Chattanooga. Okay. You would think you can get a good one there. Eh, it depends on the diner. Yeah. And it was a huge slice of bright green key lime pie with these spires of whipped cream. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be great. And I took a bite and it was a gelatinous mess. Ugh. It was chalky. It was $10. Oh, no. And I was like, got to eat this pie. Yeah. Got to fucking choke it down. I can't do the pie. I'm a gluten nerd. I mean, you could eat the custard out of the pie. Yeah, but then you still, you're going to get some gluten in there. That's true. I, I do do that sometimes, and I'm like, I'll be fine, and then I'm not Then fine. you're not fine. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of gluten-free options in the city. Yeah. There's a. Have you ever been to Pie Bar? I have been to Pie Bar. Yeah, I. Man, that place is crazy. Shout out to Pie Bar. If you're in Seattle, uh, go to Pie Bar. If you like pie, they have like great. Pie. They have great coffee. They have great pie. The pie is outrageous. They have sweet. They have savory. Pie Bar, Seattle. I had one of the worst dates I've ever been on at Pie Bar. What happened? Uh, well, we showed up together. And, yes, like okay. she met me there, okay. I believe, or I met her there, and we sit. And we're talking and you, you, you've been on a date where you have to do all of the conversational oh, heavy yeah. lifting for sure. Yeah. And they're just not doing anything at all. It's like short one word clipped answers, pulling teeth, pulling teeth. Exactly. And I thought that 
I was just going to finish this one drink and leave and kind of, I didn't expect her to take me up on it, but she's like, I'm like, do you want to have another drink? You want to call it? She's like, yeah, let's have another drink. And so I'm stuck for like another 45 minutes nursing a beer. Mm -hmm. And I just started running bits on this girl. I just started like telling like my worst jokes to her. (laughs) Okay. Like as conversational subjects. So I got this one where I talk about how I would fight a goose. Okay. I don't think I've heard this one. It, 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 it's sometimes people ask me for feedback on a joke and I'll be like, well, you know that that's not really a joke. What you just told to me, that's what this joke is. This goose bit. It's not even a joke. Uh, It's just how you would literally fight a goose. Right. And it's like, okay, you just have to grab the goose by the neck and and swing swing it at the other neck, swing it at the other geese. Obviously. Yeah. And you know, this girl, she grew up on a farm. so She's got some experience with animals. And I was like, how would you fight a goose? And she's like, oh, well, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, you got to grab the goose and swing it around and hit the other geese with it. And, you know, you're going to tank a couple goose bites. But intimidation is their biggest weapon. Geese. Right. And so you just grab them and swing them. That's my same uh, hypothetical fight situation with uh, 12-year-olds. Sometimes I wonder how many 12-year-olds I could fight all at once. That's always my go-to. You just grab one and start swinging them into the other ones. How many do you think you could take? I think I could fight 26, 12-year-olds all at the same time. No uh, weapons. That, that, I think you're crazy, man. No weapons. <sighs> Girls and boys? Or like 12-year-olds, just, just boys? <sighs> some, some of them are going to start to have a little knockout power at that time. If you have, if you have like a 12-year-old who went through puberty at nine, mm. started you puberty. You start on that one. I, I I think you could take six, six, six tops. Hmm. If you are a 12 year old boy who wants to fight Jack with your 12 year old friends, your friends sign up uh, from your parents. Yeah, I'll fight you. I'll fight up to 26, 12 year olds. Just putting up it to out 26 <clears throat> all that, at once. That's like the 12 year old marathon. Yeah. Give me brass knuckles. I'll take on 40. Anyways, I was on this terrible date at Pie Bar, okay. and over the course of two hours of, of pulling teeth with this girl, I repeated that how to fight a goose story three times. And she just ate it? Didn't she care. just ate it. She, she didn't say anything like... Uh, was there a second date? There was not a second date. Did was it mutual disintegration? Did she not res- like talk to you? There, there, there was no sort of attempted contact from either party. That's where I'm at right now with uh, that one person I was talking to, who shall remain nameless. We went on like one date, and we talked for a little bit after that, but then it's just mutual disintegration. Yeah, yeah, you know, you you can tell pretty quick. Yeah, if someone has something you want or not. Yeah. Forcing it is never the way. So you just got to run jokes on people. Yeah. Well, and like, we, we, we truly live in a time of plenty in terms of getting dates. That's true. Yeah. It's not like, you know, the, the old days where you had to go into real life and like wrestle a woman out of reality. That's true. And, you know, talk to her and get her number. You just swipe. We just swipe and all the women are there. Also, I think that this might be by virtue of living in Seattle. Yeah. But like, 
Yeah, I, the idea of just like approaching a woman at a bar, just like I go, I like to go to bars by myself. Yeah, and <clears throat> do some writing. I'm the myst- I'm the cool, mysterious guy at the bar. Uh, we're in a booth, but usually at the end of the bar, just writing in a notebook, yeah. nursing a beer or something, you know, glance up every once in a while, look around, see who's there. Yeah. Uh, in that situation, it's hard to imagine that I would like see a hottie and be like, go talk to her or like send her a drink or just it, maybe this is by virtue of living in Seattle, but that just feels uh, alienating, unwanted. And like, I would be told to leave the bar. It, it's definitely harder to, to open when you're on your own because you got no social proof. Right. It's like this right. person, this person doesn't have one friend. Right. To be at this bar with them. They're there by themselves. Um, not impossible, but it's, you know, a colder open. It's a cold open. Yeah. It's a cold, cold open. Uh, what you got to do, and you, you, you've mentioned this a little bit before, you got to look for indicators of interest. Right. Eye contact is a big one. If you get eye contact from someone more than once, boom, you're on. That's fair. You know, and you like to go to the roller skating dates. You've mentioned those, you know, meeting women at this roller skating bar. Uh, You just skate by them, man. Yeah, but you never really know. Skate with them. You know what? There is someone at the roller rink, Southgate Roller Rink, Monday nights, 830. Have a show there every Monday. Come through. Uh, At the... Roller rink. There is this one girl. Maybe she listens. I don't know. We 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 match eyes sometimes. We kind of like skate near each other. I skate near her. I'm not sure if she skates near me. Uh, I don't want to shit where I eat. You know what I mean? I yeah. I, I I don't want it to. I don't want to like skate around and like maybe he's trying to like slip her my number while I'm skating by her and then just be like she's like oh great a creep is at the rink and he's here every Monday you know what I mean like I don't know I don't want to I don't want to well so anybody. so so just giving her your number is too much of a thing to do initially. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, you don't want to, like, give her your number without having even, like, said hi to this girl. That's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, like, you... you. But it seems also, like, the the kind of, like, the nicest way of just, like, I'm not even going to talk to you. Here's my number. You see what I look like. I don't know. Well, no. So what you have to do is, is take that risk. Okay. To, like, open her up and be like, hey, how's it going? I'm Jack. I see you here all the time. Uh, I like the way you skate. Hmm. Do you want to sit and have a drink with me or something? Wow, that's pretty smooth. That's pretty smooth. That it, might it, work. It, it's not hard. It feels to me it's hard. Okay, so 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 you know how you? I I have never gone to a bar and just like hit on someone. Like I'm like not to toot my own horn, but I'm like you know I get hit up sometimes. Like I do yeah, okay. I sure, do sure. I do okay. But like I've never gone to a bar like really in my life and just been like. Like, hey, baby, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, let's just, I don't, I don't want to bother anybody. It just like, I was raised by my mother. I was raised by my sister. Like, I, I, I like women. I hear their stories. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like the guy who's just like, like, I don't know. And then, then my female friends say, but you're not that guy. So it is okay. But I'm like, yeah, it's a choice to be that guy in, in my head. I am that guy in my head. That's how every woman initially perceives me as just some like lecherous creep. So, you know how you would start to have a conversation with someone who like you had no interest in sleeping with or dating at all. 
you would open up a conversation like that. I wouldn't. And there's no sort of. That's not true. I would. Yeah, you would. And you have because there's like no risk there. You know, it's not like you're just going up to strangers and being like, hey, I'm Jack. How are you doing? Right. But like if, you know, you have some sort of context for talking to someone, you'll talk to them and it's not weird. And having like made eye contact with a person multiple times and been in the same place as them. Uh, well, I guess we'll see it multiple times. Maybe she'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. But then it runs the risk, too, of like, OK, now this person who I have a crush on at the rink, if I mo- if I try and like wrestle that into reality yeah. now, like boy, I can't really bring too many other people to the rink or like it, it starts to complicate things. You know what I mean? Like, Oh sure. It's it, certainly complicates. So I think things. I'm just going to leave that one alone. I think I'm just going to admire from afar because like, I don't want to like piss in my own drinking water. So that, that's something that people talk about a lot, like not shitting where you eat. Yeah. When I was in pinball, there were a lot of people that were like, Oh, I don't date in pinball. Yeah. Or people like, I'm not dating other comedians, but I, it's like, wh- why would you not date in your own community? Because it makes it weird and awkward afterwards. And like, you can have bad blood. I've had this, like, I've had this backfire on me before where yeah. like, I couldn't go to in, in Maine, uh, a member of a group there like wouldn't let me perform in this one stage because like I wouldn't want to, I didn't want to be her boyfriend and yeah. like, it kind of ended badly. Yeah. And, like it ends, it can end badly and it can, can end badly. It can have negative effects on your mobility within the group. And so maybe I'm just so much of a sociopath that I don't care. Maybe. Yeah. Like it's easy for me to just ignore someone. Uh, yeah, but you can't ignore them not booking you. You don't ever know where someone's going to go. You never know like what you're like, how someone might like, if you're a dick to someone now in three years, like who knows where they're going to be and they can shut you down. They can like shut your path because you're in the same world. Sure. And so they could like help you or harm you. And so if you, the less heart entanglement, dick entanglement, you get into the mix uh, the less chances that's going to get nasty. Mm-hmm. It's why I don't, I, I say I don't mess with other comedians, which is a half truth. Yeah. Uh, but I try and keep it very calm and collected. If I do professional, very pro, even extremely pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't hit people up and tell them, uh, that I want to secretly fuck them or send them pictures or uh, do crazy things like that. But it sounds like that's something that has happened to you recently. Yeah. And recently someone was sending so recently I was sexually harassed and uh, if tables had been turned, this person would have been far taught. If this person was a man and I was a woman, they would have, they would been, be done. They'd be, done. they would be, yeah, they, they would have been done a long time ago. Undoubtedly. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the first for sure, but because they're a woman, apparently that's okay to like sexually harass people. Like with even just saying sexually harass, like feels silly because like I, well, cause they, they, they don't really pose a physical danger. Right. To you. Exactly. I like, I'm just like, you could no, just push no, them down and then no, like, you would I'm be really not interested. I promise you. I'm yeah. really not interested. Yeah. Yeah. They don't really have the equipment to make it a problem. 
Right. Exactly. I'm yeah. not. I'm not overly worried. So I guess that's why it doesn't really bother me. But like the hypocrisy of it is what's bothering. Right. It doesn't really. You get skewered me. for even pointing that out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I can murder people with my bare hands. Maybe you should get into one of those like uh, Arab sheik murder fighting rings. Yeah, with, with her. No one would want to see that. Or Some- anybody really. I would, uh, I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to fight people tougher than me. We'll say that. Yeah. Get another jerk off the street and I'll fight that guy. Maybe. But like you get me in a ring with like a real killer. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm not going to do well. Like that's going to be a gladiator fighting Gary. I'm not, I'm not going to fight even a blue belt. No, no, no. I want a guy who's like almost 40 relatively good shape and doesn't know how to fight the last fight he got in was in middle school i don't even want to fight that guy i just described me yeah you did just describe you uh when when was the last fight you were in i've never been in a fight ever not once once nice jewish boys don't really fight you know in, in my high school people didn't fight there wasn't really like hard bullying like nobody called each other a fag it was just like people were nice to each other even if you didn't like people hmm. you were nice like my i dated you know public school girls because i where was this? this was at the hyman brand hebrew academy okay in overland park kansas okay named for jewish philanthropist hyman brand a fucking name yeah um but yeah my public school girlfriends would always be like wow you guys are so nice to each other she couldn't believe it interesting yeah so uh i've punched a couple people um in like kindergarten okay and in middle school once it wasn't really a punch but i kind of like held my fist beside michael barenbaum's face and i was like hey mike and he turned his hand into Uh my fist yeah that was more like a joke right a joke punch um, I got in some fights in middle school. I won all of them. You won all of them. Yeah. Like all three fights I've been. Were they fair fights? Yeah. Okay. And I tried to avoid them as much as I could. What were the circumstances of these fights? Uh, I think it was two fights. Okay. Uh, the first one, I wasn't even, it's not even really a fight. It's sort of a fight, but not even really a fight. But I was in seventh grade. I was like a new kid in the school. Mm-hmm. Very small school. All these kids have known each other like their entire life. You know what I mean? Uh, going through grade school. And so uh, I'm the new kid in class. And I'm just like in gym, just like, all right, this is weird, whatever. And then this kid, Alex Perrine, throws a tennis ball he's like on some bleachers and i'm yeah. just like over here and he just like throws a tennis ball and it bounces and just hits me square in the balls it's a pretty good shot pretty good shot yeah and i don't even remember closing the gap between him and me all i remember is like i'm just like in front of him and i just like punch him like square like i don't remember this happening yeah just like it happened and he was like oh what the fuck and then like he didn't tell on me yeah he got a huge black eye. Yeah. He went home and told his older brother, who's like 16 or 17 at the time, that he wanted him to beat me up. Yeah. And he was like, no, I'm not going to beat up an, uh, an 11-year-old. That, that's cause and effect, man. That's not yeah. like yeah, he was, a fight. He was like, what did you do? 
and then he was like, "Oh, yeah, you didn't know you deserve to get punched." He was, yeah. So he was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat up this kid for you." And I'll tell you this: like, you should be friends with the people that can beat you up. And so Alex and I became very tight after that. That's a lot of times how male friendship starts. Yeah. Yeah. He never, he never ratted on me. Mm-hmm. And like he was like covering his eye all during uh, some class we had together. And then the teacher was like, what happened to your eye? He's like, I got hit in the face with a basketball. And I was like, damn. This, I, was, I thought I was going to be in trouble. Damn, I got fists like basketballs. <laughs> so I, I, I wouldn't even say that's a fight. I, I mean, I threw a punch and gave a kid a black eye. I don't yeah. know. But it wasn't much of a fight. He yeah. hit me with a ball. I hit him with my fist. Like, yeah. one, one. Uh, <clears throat> then I fought this kid in middle school in eighth grade. Okay. Uh, Paul Andrews nut job i don't know what that guy's doing now he's probably like working for google or something i don't know he was, he was a kid you know this kid always taking shit apart always trying to build bombs sure i know i know that kid yeah he was the bomb building kid they never worked like, no. and he we stole plywood together and built like a skate ramp in his backyard and like, okay uh but kind of a whack job sure he was the bomb building kid uh and I don't even remember, but he was like touchy, just like, I don't know what was wrong with him, like emotional and like twitchy. And we were eating lunch one day and we had styrofoam lunch trays. Sure. And so I, I, I'm done eating my lunch and he's getting up to go throw his tray in the trash. I'm like, Hey, take mine. And I just like put it on top of his thing and he just like loses it and just like rips up my, like the styrofoam lunch tray and just like Mm -hmm. throws it and just like, just like storms out. And I'm like, okay, that was weird. And then this other kid, Justin Raposa, who is like a super bad kid. Yeah. He was like the real, sounds like it. Yeah. Justin Raposa was like, it's a real bad kid. And he had a, he had a Dalmatian that he could like make him kill you. Be like attack. Dalmatians are mean. Yeah. And like he had a mean mound. I understand why she wanted to kill him and make a coat. Yeah. They're not nice dogs. No. Uh, he had a fucked up life, Justin Raposa. And, uh, he somehow took this moment to, like instigate a fight between me and Paul. Like sure. I didn't want to fight, but he just started like riling Paul up. Yeah. And like, he was like, there's going to be a fight after school. And it was like, I don't even want to fight. And then like, Paul's like getting on, like all the girls in class are like nervous about this. And like, uh, so after school, uh, we're leaving and Paul comes up to me and starts pushing me and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to fight, man. And then like, he like punches me like on the top of my head, like just like the dumbest punch. And so that's yeah, like, a really dumb punch. So I like push him down and just like get on top of him, just start like pummeling his face in. Which are good punches to throw. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, then my friend Nick Blanton like pulls me off him. He's like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. And, uh, that was it. Never That's got it. never got in trouble for that one either. We had to go talk to like the principal because some girls, Rachel Andriozzi, uh, turned us in. She told on us, but we just had to like shake hands and be like, "We're cool." Yeah. And the principal was like, "Okay." Just, those, are, those are the two fights. I've been in near fights after that yeah, as yeah. an adult, but I can always like get out of it. Like, sure. I don't know. F- f- fighting as an adult is a. Uh, 
Yeah, even in like my early twenties. Bad idea. Even in my early twenties, like I used to go like hang outside this nightclub in Providence and like watch all these like Guidos like fight each other. Like that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm we, sure. We would just go, me, Monkey Master, and some other people would just like go outside this club on like a Friday night and wait for it to get out and just watch all these like idiots fight each other. And uh, then, like, the cops on horses would come in and just okay. start clubbing people <laughs> and, like, macing people. It was like, this was, like, happens every Friday. And we would just go for the show. It was, like, incredible. And normally I'm not pro-cop, but in this situation, it was, like, right. kind of fun to watch. Well, you're pro-horse. I'm pro-horse. Yeah. It was kind of fun to watch, like, cops on horses just, like, club idiots who are, like, fighting for nothing. Those idiots. Fight for something. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> what I haven't thought about those times in a while. Just going to like hang outside the clubs, watch fights. That was Providence. That's what we did for fun. That's what the cast is for. Digging deep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shit. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We, you're back. Rain City Jerks, episode nine. Yeah. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, check us out on social media. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, send me a dollar on Venmo, Jack Slattery three underscores between each one. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.